I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Today, you may have seen some of the pictures of what happened on this day in Japan two years ago. It was hard not to gape again. For Japanese, for whom the images are indelible, the remembrances were more austere. Voices went silent across much of Japan at 2.46 p.m. today, local time. That's the moment when the strongest recorded earthquake in the country's history hit just offshore and sent a massive tsunami toward the northeast coast. Thousands were killed, 300,000 displaced, and it set off a triple meltdown at the Fukushima nuclear power plant. The disaster was the worst in Japan since World War II, and it prompted a polarizing debate over the country's future, especially over the issue of energy. Fukushima pushed many to rethink nuclear power and take clean energy much more seriously. But two years later, many Japanese say they're stuck with nuclear, whether they like it or not. Reporter Joe Rubin has our story. In the western Japanese city of Fukuoka, three 25-foot towers rise above a small park. They're an odd sort of windmill, with small blades surrounded by a disc. And their inventor says there's another big difference. It can rotate by itself to face the wind. Yuji Oya is a professor at Fukuoka's Kyushu University, and his work is part of a burst of activity in renewable energy since the Fukushima disaster two years ago. In his lab, Oya uses a wind tunnel and ultraviolet cameras to show me how his turbines create micro-low pressure areas to concentrate wind energy. Oya says what he calls his wind lens is two to three times more efficient than conventional turbines and friendlier to birds. But the engineer says he's motivated by more than just a passion for green energy. He wants Japan to avoid nuclear energy forever. As an engineer and researcher, I can't say one thing, okay. All the products, technological products, fails unexpectedly. And as Fukushima made clear, the consequences of a nuclear failure can be catastrophic. Polls say upwards of 70% of Japanese share Oya's anti-nuclear sentiments. And for a while, at least, so did its government. Two years ago, nuclear power provided roughly 30% of Japan's electricity, heading for a planned 50%. But after Fukushima, the government almost immediately shut down all of its remaining reactors for a thorough safety review. And it soon announced that it would phase out nuclear power altogether by the 2030s. Instead, the country would invest heavily in renewables, financed largely by a new European-inspired law setting a fixed price for green power and requiring utilities to buy it. Since then, Japan's green energy sector has exploded. Advocates say two gigawatts of new generating capacity have been installed. That's roughly equal to two nuclear plants. But late last year, a strange thing happened. Campaign rallies like this one in Tokyo saw the resurgence of the conservative pro-nuclear liberal Democratic Party. The LDP trounced every other party in national elections. Analysts say economic troubles played a big role in the outcome, troubles brought on in part by the high cost of replacing all that lost nuclear power. Whatever the causes, Japan is now facing a schizophrenic political situation with a population that's at once pro and anti-nuclear. That contradiction was on display recently in a meeting hall about 50 miles from the ruined Fukushima plant, where local businesses set up tables to draw attention to their post-meltdown struggles. 
I met a farmer, Toshiyuku Ozaki, who grows peaches and apples, but who's only serving up samples of peach juice. Exceptional. Ozaki told me his peaches are tested regularly by the government and are fine now, but his apples are still too radioactive to sell. For Ozaki, the dangers of nuclear power couldn't be more real. He's lost much of his livelihood, and thousands of his neighbors who live closer to the plant have lost everything. But despite his deep concerns, the farmer told me through a translator that he believes nuclear power is simply necessary for the Japanese economy. It would be good to not rely on nuclear energy. However, the reality is that it may be quite difficult to shut down all power plants across Japan. The hall where I met Izaki was playing host to a big nuclear safety conference. It was full of tough talk about the need to improve standards and change the entrenched culture of complacency that everyone agrees played a big part in the Fukushima disaster. But there was also talk about a future here that includes nuclear power. For their part, opponents say Japan's nuclear ambivalence is about more than just economic need. Many say the country's political and economic establishments are still under the sway of a powerful nuclear lobby, what activists often call Japan's nuclear mafia. And the contempt seems mutual. Renewable energy technology is very inefficient and unstable. Masami Hasegawa is an energy analyst with a powerful business lobby known as Kendanren, whose members include Japan's seven nuclear utilities. Asagawa says his organization is all for the development of better renewable power. But, he says, the new law supporting renewables through guaranteed revenue is inconsistent with capitalism. The strong intervention to the market. It's a communist policy. It's a communist policy, Hasegawa says, because it fixes the price of energy. So far, Japan's new prime minister, Shinzo Abe, has made no move to roll back the country's post-Fukushima renewable energy goals. But he has reversed the government's course on nuclear, promising to reopen closed plants and maybe even build new ones. That shift back towards nuclear could take some of the momentum out of the renewables juggernaut, except for one thing. Japan's new nuclear regulatory agency has proposed new safety standards, and they're so strict that it could take years for the country's nuclear plants to be upgraded to meet them. So nearly two years after Fukushima, Japan's national tug-of-war between nuclear and renewables is still very much unresolved. But at least some backers of green power here are confident about the future. I think the miracle uh, does not happen uh, abruptly. That's Yamashita Noriaka of the Institute for Sustainable Energy Policy, or ICIP, a green energy think tank. Noriaka says the debate has really just begun. We just started the uh, energy discussion After Fukushima, so we need uh, to be patient. We can change in Japan in the long future. For The World, I'm Joe Rubin, Tokyo. Joe's report was produced with help from the International Center for Journalists. You can revisit all of our coverage of Japan's tsunami and nuclear crisis at theworld.org.